Liz, and I'm with Tyrant Dominus, a.k.a. Jesus. And if it's your first time listening, you can always follow and subscribe. We would really, 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 really appreciate if you did. Um, we're trying to get to more videos on here, guys, and maybe a live action someday soon. Anywho, how are you, Jesus? I'm doing well. I am doing well. More recently, I've been... Um, anyone's been if anyone who's uh listened to the, is following me on Instagram, you see I'm posting a little bit more, trying to be a little bit more proactive on the social media game, trying to get a little bit more stuff on the uh, Instagram and TikTok to kind of keep those people engaged and kind of know because I we do have a slight following on there, so um and I do kind of post when we launch episodes and stuff like that. But to keep a little bit more engagement, so for anyone, so you also little treats and stuff to like kind of what we're going to be talking about here and there. So yeah, I've been doing that. I've recently watched uh, a few movies uh, with my future brother-in-law. And it's it's we went to watch The Boogeyman and um, I was messaging you the other day, actually, if to kind of... See if you wanted to go. It was a morning showing to go a catch a matinee showing to catch a horror movie. In itself is like weird, but I I've been <laughs> it, it's um I'm I'll give a slight review here. The, by the time this gets out, you guys can probably listen to my full review. When horror movies, when you get into genres, it's like it's interesting because you kind of have to have a. Like, it has to be intriguing enough and scary enough to really pull you in for horror, right? Hmm. The Boogeyman, even though it was based off a short story from Stephen King, and I enjoy some of Stephen King's writing and some of his film adaptations, this one was mediocre, to say the least. Bruh. Ooh, not that scary. Okay. Uh, it was, so, the, 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 it, was, it was scary. It just had a very listless plot and characters i'm like i didn't give a shit about anything I, <laughs> uh, yeah my, my, that's kind of the base review like characters eh story plot eh uh scares pretty good that's kind of my listless like mini review right there for you guys so but if you want to hear okay. my, my full thoughts uh go listen to reacting cast but yeah besides that i've been just kind of uh just doing the same old thing Worrying about one of our current or missing co-workers who is missing in action somewhere out there. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. It's one of the few times where... It's one of the few times where... There's not the first time someone's gone missing in action. Um, Where just they just vanished. Some people just put in their two weeks or say, Hey, I'm done. I'm out. Cool. Like, I, like, it's a job. And we just have one that just kind of on a wall we have no idea what's what happened i reached out personally to see just see if they're okay i've known them for a little bit now um so it's like one of those few things like i hope they're doing okay that's kind of one of the uh but yeah it's kind of scary and sad sometimes yeah because i was talking with one of uh one of my other co-workers if we like uh, the only one that's been around long enough to kind of go through this so we were like we're, we're talking about all the people that's gone reminiscing about some people Mm. You got through a lot. Of people. A lot of people. <laughs> I know, right? How about you? How's your week been? Uh, still trying to get on a sleep regimen of some sort. Um, what's fucked up is I'm going in from mornings to nights soon. 
Um, by the time this posts, I will be halfway through nights. We'll see. <laughs> if we'll I live. see. There, there's no guarantee. <laughs> I always, no, I, uh, okay, so I uh, pulled two tens uh, this past week. One was 6.30 in the morning till about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, so that was a long, very long day, but I got pulled from one to the next uh so i was in scrubs pretty much all day <laughs> not really all that pretty for the uh, department but that's okay and then the next day i had come in and cover and finish the rest of the overnight shift so uh 315 wake up call yeah i went in worked till four o'clock from four o'clock in the morning till 2 30 in the afternoon <laughs> bruh i'm so whooped I am whooped. So now that I'm doing mornings, now I have to kind of shift myself to, I have to try and stay up all night to myself into a night shift. So far, not so good. 8.30, 10 o'clock, yep, I'm out. <laughs> and you're been, you're going through the ringer right now. Yep, I want to be feeling it. So by next weekend, thank God we're not. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know if I can even do another one. I'm so tired. I don't know. I'm do, I'm live right now. So, well, they love me. Um, of course, now, as you, some people know that I'm trying to adjust my, my eating habits so that I can start preparing for the next adventure. <laughs> yeah, we we might go into detail of that in a bonus episode so Liz can kind of explain more. But I think we, we did a bonus episode kind of doing the prelude. But yeah, the prelude what's happening now maybe we can do an interlude on what an interlude um oh <laughs> i don't know i don't uh, uh a follow-up <laughs> halfway isn't story that, isn't that a conclusion conclusion would be like the final review <laughs> i should do i should have done a before and after picture just so you could see the drasticness of this, but oh well. But I could still oh, do yeah. it for it's this. It's in one. between, yeah. We can do an interlude for what's happening. If you want. That's up to Liz. Okay, sounds good. We'll I'm game. Anybody want to pay you for that? Yeah, yeah we'll do an interlude. <laughs> Liz, Liz will explain kind of what uh, more in detail actually what happened afterwards and kind of where she's at and where she's at at the moment. And then uh, we'll, we might do a conclusion. Uh, that for anyone who wants to subscribe, subscribe on Spotify. Uh, go in there and you can listen to all our bonus episodes. That's kind of also the other thing I've been working on is getting ready for next season. Some of the backgrounds for all the bo fun bonus episodes where you've been like, prepping. <laughs> we are we have a lot of fun ideas for bonus episodes. Um, they are going to be a little bit more produced than this kind of format that we're doing right now. Well, we kind of, we kind of like as much as we like doing fun sto uh, news stories, fun in quotes, uh, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> uh, but we want to do some uh, some fun production stuff and make like skits and for for you guys. Um, just some submit because we want to have fun too. We want to have mm -hmm. like we we want to enjoy what we do, and the way <laughs> we do it is by your help. So we really appreciate it. Remember, follow, subscribe, YouTube, Spotify. Anywhere you merch. listen to podcasts, yeah, merch, don't forget. So for anyone who missed out, I'm sorry you missed out on our first inspirational shirt. It should be gone by now. Uh, but don't forget that on the 18th, let me double check. The 18th, I thought you said the 17th. 
18th, June 18th. Oh yeah, 18th, that's right. June 18th will be the release of our second inspirational shirt. Don't forget to grab that one before you lose it. Remember, we weren't lying. They are only out for five weeks. So get them during that five week period. And hopefully, I thought mine was going to be in here by the time. I guess I ordered mine week two. And it hasn't shown up. I got to maybe call. What the us. hell? Yeah, I got to check with shipping. Maybe get a call, call someone. I wanted to wear I wanted to wear wanted it to wear it during the the last episode or the last one. It's disappointing. Disappointing. But yeah. Very disappointing. Yeah, links down below for merch. You can still pick up some of our other merch represent the convoluted podcast. Oh, and yeah, and support us because any little bit goes back into the show so we can continue providing you even more fun. Uh fun in quotes again because god some of the things that are happening it's a lot of work <laughs> yeah but let's start out with something a little bit more relevant to us what happened uh like two years ago too uh, yeah i feel like it was two years ago now we'll yeah, two years. okay but luckily luckily it's not us anymore but what's happening right now liz wildfire smoke and air quality live updates northeast white disrupted Hazy and dangerous fumes from the ongoing wildfires in Canada have engulfed the skies over much of the East Coast, prompting serious air quality alerts in over a dozen states. Hmm, sounds familiar. Offense, y'all. Your turn. <laughs> so yeah, uh, to kind of give a little, right. brief, yeah, to give a quick brief thing, just so we before Liz goes deep into there, there's a bunch of wildfires happening up in. Yeah, Canada. well, it's right here. It says right there. And uh, Canadian officials said firefighters are scrambling to put out a blazes. So far, the, this wildfire season, Canada has seen more than 8.7 million acres burned in an area larger than the state of Vermont. Well, so basically, the state of Vermont is on fire. <laughs> a little bit bigger than Vermont, but that's a big. <laughs> that is a lot. And uh, I, like, like we mentioned earlier, about two, two, roughly, roughly two years ago, we had something similar happening around here. Like I, I remember, and I think I have a video of it when I was going home after work one day in the morning, it looked because I go down a, a hill and it looked like I was going straight into hell because the sky was bright red. And I do remember that like, video. And I'm like, holy shit. And the breathing was not good, and especially during the pandemic. That was even worse. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, you had to be really careful with uh, air quality and it sounds uh, I was kind of dipping into some of the other things I've been following some uh, posts on, on uh, what you call on Instagram and on on Twitter. TikTok. Um, actually, I haven't been on TikTok too much, but um, oh, you haven't seen all the funny videos I've sent you. Aww. Not yet. I I pile them. I pile them up so I can watch them later. <laughs> uh, trust me. I my brother is on TikTok for probably an hour or two a day. Think about that. It'd be a half hour, ten hour a day, depending. Did you just say ten hours? No, an hour to Bruh. ten uh, to an hour, half hour to an hour in the day. Yeah. Maybe yeah. and some days I don't even get on it. I have well, like, this weekend. This weekend I won't be on it, you know, because I, you know, like I said, I'll be halfway through my half of over the night courses, so I'll be <laughs> dead asleep during I the day. That shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll believe Liz for now. Um, but yeah, somebody so, sends me one. <laughs> so yeah, continue, continue. 
The large plume of hazardous wildfire smoke has moved through New York City on Wednesday, drifted into the mid-Atlantic Thursday, bringing dangerous air conditions to Philadelphia, Baltimore, and Washington, D.C. Uh, by Thursday night, the thickest smoke will continue to spread over the mid-Atlantic. AQI values may reach 400 in some areas. Levels under 100 are generally considered safe. By Friday morning, the hazardous haze will be covering Pittsburgh and the Chesapeake Bay. Uh, hopefully, we'll start seeing clearer days on Friday, it looks like. So, and by evening, major relief will move in Monday when the cold front uh, sweeps across the east Washington, much of the smoke in the air, which is true, which is true. I mean, granted, um, have some rain right now, thank God. I don't know if you got some rain down there where you're at, but we got some rain this morning. Oh, uh, we're getting it right now a little bit. Looks sprinkled. It's still sprinkling right now, but I mean, if it keeps moving, that might help the East Coast, so. Here's hoping, but yeah, it's it's rough. I'm not going to lie. It it sucks what's what's happening not only in Canada, but air quality is hurting. I've been seeing small reports of like there's been multiple people having to get airlifted to places because the air quality is really bad. And then there's just um, some people just are being a, a... told just to stay indoors you know to, to their best to the ability just because of how really serious it is it sounds like it is not bad we we went through it but i don't think it was as bad as they're going through no i don't think it was bad i get up there too almost to the 200s but i didn't think it got up to no i think i think I, was, I think we were fine maybe if you were closer to the epicenter but we we were pretty pretty in our area pretty good but you know it just it the thing is, it's like a lot, a lot's happening, and there there can be said a lot because the the area that gets is currently getting burnt up in Canada. Apparently, what I've been reading is like as far as like California fires are that happen, like those are they're kind of like somehow situated to kind of be accustomed to a wildfires every couple like decade or so, but apparently it's estimated that. Uh, the 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 part of Canada that they're in that get that's on fire at the moment isn't acclimated to that, and they usually get forest fires every uh, century or so. So wow, so really not prepared. So the 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 ecosystem is not prepared for that. So it's just gonna fuck over a lot. So that's gonna be, and then and then the way the, the we. The the populace is treating the 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 planet at the moment. I don't see any. Hopefully, we can get a huge drive of tree planting because boy, we're gonna need that fresh air. We're gonna need mm-hmm. that fresh air. That's the state of that Vermont. Is for damn shit, yeah. But yeah, no kidding. I know that our U.S. sent some firefighters up to help them out. So anything, <laughs> hey, they have to. It's it's affecting America. It's affecting America. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we wish the best for our friends in, uh, and uh, up north. in the in Canada to the north. We wish you the best. Hopefully, you guys aren't bad. Actually, I should message some of them right now that I that I know how they're, how doing. they're doing. How they're doing because they're they're in that area, general like coastal area. Just see how they're doing. Just to check in on them. Um. Um, I said hi and hope the best. And well, you can tell them they listen to the show. So. Oh, do they? Well, I hope you the best, guys. I hope um, you're doing and, well, I'm keeping yeah. safe, and staying out of trouble. 
and anyone else on the east coast that are being affected I, we wish you the best hopefully uh this will distract you from the hellscape that you guys are currently in because we were in it and hopefully you guys are staying safe and don't like get murdered by the air yeah i'm right. kidding Let's uh, go into the next one. A little bit more of a funnier story. Talk, let's stay in Canada. In Canada. Because a right. Canadian chased wheel down a hill one. And dis uh, despite being knocked unconscious. So this lady won a... a cheese what, wheel? A cheese wheel. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a sport. This is a sport where people run down a hill... After a cheese wheel. Yeah. And the winner was literally won while she was unconscious. She now, didn't even know it. She what? didn't even know it. Now, <laughs> as, as a child, were you the type of child that would run down hills? I loved off of hills, yes. <laughs> we did. We so, didn't have any. <laughs> we didn't have flat surfaces. I mean, I lived in SoCal, so I mean, like, it's not always flat it's very very hilly we've had a lot of hills so i grew up with the hills <laughs> Bruh. so so you know if someone's running down a hill that's like uh, it's... <laughs> you gotta pay, like really focus on that hill or you're gonna go <laughs> so let's see does, does the audio work on this <laughs> Here comes the people, here comes the people chasing this wheel. The people running and tumbling. <laughs> so, the big cheese of the extreme UK sport event is back. Hundreds of spectators gathered Monday to watch dozens of reckless racers chase a 7 pound or 3 kilogram wheel of double uh, glucose cheese down. Bobster. The near vertical Cooper's Hill, near Gloucester, is it Gloucester? Gloucester, Gloucester. <laughs> I think it's Gloucester. Oh my God! It's English. So it's in my head, but I can't put it Gloucester. together. Gloucester. English fans, yell at me. Tell me how it's said. <laughs> the first racer to finish behind the fast rolling cheese gets to keep it. <laughs> so the prize is the wheel cheese. Okay, whatever. Uh, the cheese rolling. Well, race... you know, you could sell that thing probably for good money. <laughs> uh, or you can just eat it, Liz. You can just eat the cheese. <laughs> Seven pounds of cheese. That'd you, be... you can share it. You can start have a party. I won my victory party. Like, uh, literally, it would have to be hundreds of people. Just saying. We can, we, we can get through it. A cheese rolling race has been held at Cooper's Hills about 100 miles or 160 kilometers west of London since 1826. Ooh, this has been a historic thing that's been happening. The sport of cheese rolling is believed to be much older. Uh, the rough and tumble event often comes with safety concerns. Yes, even children know uh. running down a hill <laughs> is fun but fucking dangerous. And yeah, But being a spectator is always fun, right? A uh, few competitors managed to stay on their feet all the way down the hill. Oh my god, they must have some very like amazing stability. Stability. <laughs> yeah. Two hundred yards or one hundred and eighty meters. Um, and this year several had helped and limping from the course. Canadian contest. Uh, Canadian contestant. Uh, Delaney. 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 Thank you. Delaney Avery. Ivory. Yeah, Irving. Avery. Yeah. Irving. 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 Thank you. 
Delaney Irving won the women's race despite being briefly knocked unconscious. The 19-year-old Canadian tourist apparently did not actually realize she had won the competition uh, until she regained consciousness in the medical tent shortly after. Uh, how how are you? You took the hell of a tumble. One British interview asked uh, Irving shortly after regaining. Do we have that interview? No, they don't have it. Uh, where is it? Uh, t took a tumble uh, shortly after getting conscious. Uh, uh, Irene replied, I, did I in the comments? See, good. Now that I remember it, <laughs> I just remember hitting my head and now um, I have the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I have the cheese. I should be on a shirt. I have the cheese. I have the cheese. <laughs> the, the teenager was one of hundreds of racers who chased a seven pound of full fat hard cheese down double named double Gloucester 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 I want to say it's Gloucester you know what like here that. give me a second let's see, sure. if I can, let's see if I can Gloucester. google search this really quick <laughs> usually it has um usually it says how it's said how how to pronounce <laughs> here we go Wait, how do you say it? Hello? Here we go. I hear it. Gloucester. 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 Okay. Gloucester. Wait. Gloucester. 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 Okay. Gloucester. Yeah, I got it right. You may have mi you have mispronounced it. Damn you, Google. Gloucester. Gloucester. Okay. I, I tried. Um, <laughs> a for effort, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do, 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 do. from Matt Cor uh, Corla, oh. 28, from Manchester in Northwest England, won the first several men races, asked how he was prepared. I don't think you can train for it, can you? It's just being an idiot. Yeah. Just being an idiot. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. It it's it sounds like just some fun, ridiculous entertainment, and you know it it just it's just going running down a hill and trying to chase something. It I th would you, here's my question: Would you do it? Like if you and your friends went, would you would you guys participate? Well, how 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 long? Oh, yes, I would. I would. Where, where, how, how much Say is something it? that I've done in my life. It's not a bucket list, but it definitely should be up there probably in your lifetime to do something like some sort of adventure like that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind. I don't think I would be able to do it again like normal, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. I would do it. I, w I don't know if I would win, but I would do it just to say I did it. I know. How, how, how often can somebody say that? I chased after the Gloucester. <laughs> So yeah, I it, it I think I would do it. It sounds like just some fun like old childhood memories. It's like all right, here we go, start running, and you just see a bunch of people around you that are doing the exact same thing. <laughs> the only thing I you gotta be like, I had to think you have to be almost like uh, limber to like jump over bodies. <laughs> oh, that's what you do. Hold on for a couple seconds, right? Let's go, and then do it. <laughs> jump over the bodies. <laughs> Of course, you can see the tumble right after that. It's a hill. <laughs> I'm watching for the last time. Yeah. 
Man, she she, she ate it. I just watched her eat it. <laughs> but yeah, good on her for winning. And it seems like we would do it if we had a if we had a reasonable hill around here. We would do it. Actually, we we do have a reasonable hill around here, but. There's no seven pound cheese that we can chase after. So maybe. Well, maybe Tillema could donate something to us. Rude. There you go. Uh, let us know, guys. Would you guys do this uh, cheese? What is it called? Uh, cheese Hill Run. Cheese Hill Literally. Run. I wonder if there's a specific name for it. But yeah. Um, let us know. Because that, it just seems like just some goofy fun. And it's just, it's not, there's, there's a level of competitive spirit, but you know, it's just. And we kind of need it nowadays, right? Kind of uh -huh. need it nowadays. Um, what story should we go? Because there's a lot happening. And should we go uplifting or disappointing? Weird. Or weird. <laughs> you want to go weird? I want to go weird. Why not? We don't go weird that often in the show. <laughs> okay. Do we? Do we, guys? Okay, everyone, get ready. We're going to be watching a quick video to explain. Give us one second. Okay, Liz, what's the article? And then we're going to be watching a video explaining some, some crazy stuff. Yes. Police body cam films UFO response to scared local seeing aliens in yard. All right. Dun, so dun, dun, let's find, find out what people are saying here. Hello, guys and gals. Me, Mudahar. And are you guys excited about aliens? Look, I am a believer, ladies and gentlemen. You might think that, oh, Muda's off his meds again. Oh, he's talking about aliens. Can you disprove aliens in the comment section below? I just want to ask you, do you genuinely believe we're the only intelligent form of life? I would argue about our intelligence. But ladies and gentlemen, aliens, whether you believe it or not, are they, they got to be out there. Intelligent life has to exist in the unobserved parts of our galaxy and the observed. Now, it's wild that we haven't come across any aliens, but then again, the galaxy is so big that it's like Sean Murray's No Man's Sky, okay? It's going to take a while before I guess people find each other, all right? God damn, we're in a multiplayer lobby that's the largest imaginable. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to put the thinking headsets on and we're going to get right into it, okay? So today's video is all about the recent UFO whistleblower. So what's happened is an individual known as David Grush, an intelligence whistleblower, has alleged the intelligence community is hiding classified evidence of intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. God damn. That's a pretty big claim, if true. So again, we're looking into it. Grish claims in a complaint in the Pentagon, other nations and defense contractors have recovered fragments of exotic origin based on vehicle morphologies and material science testing and the possession of unique atomic arrangement and radiological signatures. Okay, that's a pretty big claim, if true. What he's saying is obviously these planes exist and they're not something we made. They're something entirely made by a group outside of us. So the, the, the topic of aliens has always been something of a hot topic for, for everyone in the world. It's always been something interesting. Uh -huh. And the idea that someone's like been in contact or all these stuff has always been in, uh, in the, the, the public, in the, uh, the ears of the public. Come on, so men so. in black. Exactly. <laughs> and for the most part, her, her, my question to you then is, are, do you, do you hope to see aliens in your time life time life yes yeah? i would like to i would be curious because i would definitely be a question that i have on my head on my mind this 
all my life. They so think there's something greater and bigger than us. Yes, I believe so too. I would like to see that because then it really would prove. I, I can see that. I can see that because I think I, I'm trying to remember the, the saying. I think there, there's a really wonderful saying for people who are to speculate if there's alien life out there. Um, one would I, if I, I'm gonna butcher it a little bit, but I'm gonna paraphrase it to the best of my ability. It is that. Um, it is the, the scariest thing to know that they're, uh, that to know if we're, we're the only in life in the universe, while it's also the scariest to know that we're not the only one to, I guess. So, yeah. Sounds but, about right. Yeah. Like that, that, the uh, yeah, that's the, that's the best way. I know it's said a lot more eloquently, but that's a, one of the few things, because for me, I, I, have a strong feeling it might not be intelligent life but there's probably bacteria somewhere out in the universe <laughs> like as much as i i would like to see aliens in in my lifetime i'm we more than likely might not that's the disappointing part i would like to but you know now kind of tangenting off from that it's kind of then the the reveals like in the last couple of decades we've been getting classified documents being like not redacted what's the opposite of redacted exposed um released released ma yeah released made, pu made public basically. made public yeah of these ufos of these things by like whistleblowers and things like that and it just gets the the public to talk and hear about these things so yeah good on them for the most part to kind of release information that is kept secret to the public like hidden away uh, that might be harmful, but sometimes it's sometimes there's stuff in there that like it's best to be quiet from the public eye. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I know. It, it's kind of interesting how you know we have this information, and I think we there's stuff that I would like to know, like you know, All right. true. I mean, yeah, I would let's, like to know. Well, let's continue then. Oh, he had an interview with the uh, with News Nation, so we're actually going to watch some of it because uh, I think it's interesting to look into. It's interesting to cover. Let's hear what he has to say. Human beings being hurt or killed by a non-human intelligence. While I can't get into the specifics because that would reveal uh, certain U.S. classified in, uh, operations, uh, I was briefed by a few individuals on the program that there were um, malevolent events like that. Grush says. He so basically, he's Bruh. just said aliens have killed some of our agents. I'll be real with you. United States government, if they got one of their people killed, we're entering an intergalactic war, okay? It is what it is. I don't care how pacifist you are. The moment that Americans get involved in a, into a war, we're all there. And you know what? I'm siding with my people, my earthlings, my fellow <laughs> brothers against Alamos, all right? I don't care how scary they are. I will fight tooth and nail. For the freedom of our human species. Not the single fuck does. was given this day. Writing detail. The CIA, if he ever leaks out something that the CIA or any of these three-letter agencies don't want, David is getting nuked off the planet, okay? He's getting oh, Edward that's Snowden. That's Edward People, Snowden you, is still you, alive. Oh, yeah, no kidding. But, um, yeah, you, you say something, <laughs> you're gone from this planet. <laughs> your family your family is gone from this planet. You're, you're not, you're, yeah, something said, you are not. You are not a martyr. You are, you are you are you are whisper in the air. The moment his protection mm -hmm. runs out, you bet that the three-letter agencies are on that dude's ass. Okay, 
It's like a kid that goes missing in the park, all right? All the white vans show up, all right? You got to be real careful. <laughs> this letter with us from the Department Damn. of Defense giving him permission to do the interview with News Nation. It says the interview questions are approved wow, for public to, release. However, this approval does not include any photograph, picture, phone. exhibit. So, okay. Basically, the Department of Defense has allowed him to basically make these statements. So, to understand that's a, that's, what wait, he's talking Before he explains it. <laughs> This is a weird thing. Oh, this is just me going into like conspiracy mode a little bit because there's a moments where it's like, are they just putting out this propaganda? Like, you're they're the government is allowing him to say X, Y, and Z. Does, does that mean he can hold us? us? So let's uh, let's see, let's see what's happening. Talking about his UAPs, which we'll get to in a bit, but it says over here that again, I don't believe this would be false. To make this a falsified statement would be, I would have to, I'd have to imagine it would be illegal. But so the yeah, the news station would get fucked over. Yeah, like releasing this like very uh, credential like uh, piece of information to the public. The DoD said the interview questions are approved for public release. However, the approval does not include any photographs, picture, exhibit, caption, so no evidence whatsoever. Also, you making a statement, we're not endorsing it or, you know, saying that it has any factual accuracy. So they've allowed him to talk. They're just not going to side with whatever he says. Now, to give you an idea what UAPs are, according to NASA, which is a federal agency, they said uh, the um, UAP, which is an unidentified anomalous phenomena or unidentified aerial phenomena, so that's... I still like UFOs better. Mm -hmm. UAPs. I mean, we just had the alien, uh, uh, what's it called? Not, uh, alien, um, festival recently in McMinnville mm -hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. So, uh, so I, so I actually, honestly, and I've heard also that they have, uh, not um, increased, we've been having an increase of these. Uh, UAPs, whatever you want to call them, uh, UFO sightings in the last, uh, last couple of years. There's been an increase. Okay. Aerial phenomena. Interesting. So NASA is exploring the unknown in space, the atmosphere of the heart of who we are. So again, scientists who want to see what's outside our realm. And uh, they have an independent study that's going to be coming out around 2023, mid-2023. So right around the corner, to be honest. Uh, in fact, probably like now, which is kind of interesting seeing all these whistleblowers like line up. But also over here, you can see that UAP independent studies team main focus for them to come up with ways to evaluate and study UAPs by using data, technology, and the tools of science. Will this be an academic study? No, this will not be an academy study. Okay. Now, to understand, uh, there's been more statements made by, uh, by, by David, so we're going to look through more of it. This Air Force veteran has a bit more to say, so let's, uh, let's cover this down. Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. That's a big statement if true. God damn. Wow. So basically, he's not even saying that this could be like, you know, other countries is like intent. Like, no, he's literally said these are unique patterns that human beings have not come up with. So, yes, this is by definition an extraterrestrial spacecraft. Interesting that he said it. And he's also basically detailed that there's a retrieval team that's done by the 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 uh, the, the, the darker sides of the U.S. like um, uh, DOD. 
which apparently like uh, deals with, again, grabbing these technology pieces for themselves and I guess using it to develop further technology in their list. So obviously you've heard of Area 51, you've heard of like uh, like spa like air bases. And the thing is Area 51, which is like pretty much like a hotbed for conspiracies. In reality, if you wanted to truly apply like just like the reality to it, uh, Area 51 is typically a place where they design the most experimental US stealth aircraft, which is still to this day, like far advanced than what I understand most other countries have. Obviously, that's there's going to be a reason to have secrecy. The US does not want their stealth technology ever released. If you try to release it, they will kill you, okay? It is what it is. They, they do not fuck around when it comes to that nonsense. Because um, so it's America. <laughs> we protect our secrets. Yeah, I believe there's necessarily aliens at Area 51. Not so much as I believe that they just have like crazy aircraft that we've never seen before. Now, you could argue that maybe they have a UFO hidden somewhere, and the only reason they're able to have such a uh, strong arm on the technology compared to the rest of the world is they have access to things nobody else does, which I guess it's easy to think about the conspiracy there. But again, until proven so, I can't sit there and 100% drink the Kool-Aid. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone, yeah. Do we have bodies? Do we have species? That, that's the real question we want, right? Mm-hmm. Do we have them? I'm surprised we no one was talking about this. This was no. That we're not alone. Yeah. Do we have bodies? Do we have species of? Well, naturally, um, when you recover something that's either landed or crashed, um, sometimes you encounter um, dead pilots. And uh, believe it or not, as fan as fantastical as that sounds, it's true. We got Ayla Mouse confirmed by a former intelligence officers. We literally have bodies of like Roger from American Dad sitting around. And this is why. Okay, shit. so obviously I agree. If there's an aircraft, you know, provided it's not a drone, there's got to be a pilot. So apparently you said that. Yeah, we also not only have aircraft, but we also have bodies as well. Now, of course, again, big if true. The problem with this is that there's literally no actual like uh, evidence that we've been given at all. Uh, about this, you know, in terms of any photo, any report, any like scan whatsoever, because that's not allowed to be shared. So again, I take it a lot with a grain of salt. I'm not sitting here trying to say that David is a liar because, you know, David probably believes what he wants to believe, but obviously David also understands that without providing any sort of like factual proof uh, that cannot be refuted, um, then people are going to take what he says with a grain of salt. And I think he gets that. And yeah, that's one of those few things. We're like, we're getting, we're getting a, like, U.S. officer. You can, we can literally, well, like, he, like Mudahar mentioned, we can only take it by a grain of salt, right? Mm -hmm. Like as much, oh. like, as much as yeah. it sounds fantastic, minus dead bodies. <laughs> um, the idea that there's stuff around is like, okay, wow. It, it's like the notion we were just talking about earlier. Like, will we see? aliens in our lifetime the idea now goes from it probably won't to slightly from zero to more than zero percent like under one under one percent not impossible but it's a thing where it's like confidentiality is now where because as much as we i would like to believe what was the name of the guy the, the whatever the the pilot the one who's doing the interview as much as i wanted to believe what he's saying until we get some credible, like 100% credible proof, it's kind of just like just another person saying it, even though he has uh, he has more credentials 
and he has more, a little bit more, I say, backing than your average Joe Blow from Nebraska being abducted by aliens, right? He has. <laughs> so, like, what what are your thoughts? Just kind of. <laughs> I honestly think it's possible. I mean. Yeah, I would like to see evidence. I think, you know, evidence would be amazing to kind of see if it, it's really true. I mean, to back up the story, like, you know. But again, I almost want to say some of it, it you know, like, because we advance so much as millennials so quickly, so fast. It's, it's an eerie understanding because, you know, why did it take us so long to do this? And then we finally have alien crashings and then we're, our technology sped up 100%. And then, so oh I, yeah I, I like following that it just it's a curiosity honestly you know because as millennials we saw from great green screen computers and because computers were in rooms when you know my father was born like think about it <laughs> like <laughs> to be going from rooms to something that's handheld in our hand nowadays it's that is it, true all right, let's see. Let's see what what other things this has before we kind of close off this one. For me, I believe in aliens. I am a believer, but again, I'm also a realistic person. There are people skeptical of this, rightly so. But until I see something, I can't believe it. Oh, sorry, air quality is really bad. God damn, we have like oh. a we have like a. Mudahar is our res resident Canadian, so. <laughs> uh, it's actually so bad. We're smoggy up the ass here. Uh, Toronto is terrible. New York is awful, and it's. You know, this goes full circle to what we were talking about. It does, doesn't it, right? So it's good on me to pick this article. <laughs> I believe Quebec that we have to suffer like this. But uh, yeah, we have wildfire season on the East Coast. God, it's apparently it's like you smoke like eight cigarettes a day or something. It's it's actually quite fucked. But uh, anyways, I'm going to try to do this before I die. So let's uh, let's cover this. <laughs> now, speaking of Canada, uh, Canada, alongside the Five Eyes intelligence sharing community, which involves the UK, Australia and New Zealand have all come together to talk about this. So while the details of their meeting, which they're just having, is classified, it can be characterized as a sharing of information on the subject of UAP. So they're all depending on talking about Five Eyes Intelligence Sharing Alliance. Did you know there was that such a thing? Maybe. I've never heard of that. Maybe. I thought it was like from a, I thought it was from a movie because thinking, oh, it's just like, you know, bullshit, but I that so like U.S., Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand. Okay, you know it's one of those things like it's like sounds fake and it sounds like a movie thing like you said, but it's like it's actually real. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Just never mm. know. Bye bye. That would make sense. Canada, U.S., uh, uh United, UK, UK, Australia, and Australia, New Zealand. New Zealand. Five, five eyes. Now, again, whether it's talking about the secret intelligence aircraft that we have flying around, or is it about aliens, that's yet to be known. Look, at some point when aliens come by, the government can't hide them any longer, okay? We're gonna have to know at some point. Now, <laughs> exactly. when it comes to the House of... It's one of those things when you're like, there's a giant spaceship in the air. I'm like, how, how is anyone gonna hide that one? <laughs> They're gonna have to do the, the Men in Black Neuroblast on everyone. <laughs> You don't remember this. The U.S. government had to acknowledge what uh, David said, David Grush. So literally we're sitting over here with them saying there will be oversight of that. We plan on having a hearing. So again, when the government says that, they're obviously going to cover it. They're going to look into it. It's not something that can easily just be ignored anymore. 
Now, obviously, when you look into the ideas of, uh, of aliens and whatnot, one of the interesting paradoxes to me is the Fermi paradox, which is a conflict between the argument that scale and probability seem to favor intelligent life being common in the universe, and the total lack of evidence of intelligent life having been arisen anywhere other than on Earth. So the idea over here is, uh, according to the math, there should be plenty of habitable like uh, planets around the world and other galaxies and star systems. But why is it that we've never been communicated by anybody or nobody has received our communications? Now, if you ever played Mass Effect, you'll know that its plot is effectively the Fermi paradox. Spacefaring races are fighting synthetic organisms in a galactic war. But for a lot of people, a lot of the uh, life forms that are landlocked, they don't have technology to observe the world around them. They don't know what's going on. I oftentimes lay in bed wondering if the Space United Nations is currently fighting with the goddamn Reapers. And maybe I'm just sitting over here vibing, uh, you know, scrolling through Twitter at night. That's pretty much what my life is sometimes. Okay, that's... Yeah, that's kind of the, a good big explanation of what this is. It's just to simplify it for any in layman terms, like we as individuals, like we aren't like just going planet side, I'm going to say. Like... Us, we're we're in our like little spaces compared to someone on the other side of the world. Like we can take the 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 war in Ukraine right now. Like what's happening over there is horrific and everything, but it doesn't really affect me in my small scale. <laughs> so thinking of it in the galactic sense, what's happening out in the universe, there might be something out there, but they don't care what's happening here with us. With just like two people recording a podcast like this means nothing to them like we we so they might they might be dealing with like galactic policies <laughs> fighting with each other <laughs> you know they they have other problems and then it comes to that point where it's like some people just don't have the ability to leave planet side right like we're we're still basically trying to get like uh, get past the moon you know so we're still, still trying like, to get to Mars. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, that's the, that's the thing is like, there's like, even if it's, it is happening is where it is possible. It's just, well, if there is life, it's like, they're probably not at the technological level to, they can get to us or vice versa, you know, but you know, that's a fun discussion. I think we'll leave it at that. Uh, and it sounds like the government is talking. So wait, let me give us one second, everyone. Okay, so yeah, so it's 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 crazy. Just knowing that there are talks happening, there are it it is it's massive, right? I, I like I I like having these like random discussions around in like my round table because when it's fun to just discuss it of these conspiracies and everything, but then when you when you really have like the government like talking about it, like oh we have to address what. Uh, I think he said David was the name of the the whistleblower. Like, oh, we have to take this seriously now. Someone said something, so we have to discuss it. Now we got to get the five eyes together, right? Mm-hmm. So what what do what do you want to come out of this? What do you want your tax dollars to go for, Liz? I'm hoping that we figure it out. I want the truth. I mean, is it true? Give us info. I mean, if you have nothing to hide, show us. Now the I question... mean, we have advanced so far in technology within the last, you know, few years of our lives, bands. Like, of course, I want to see this. I feel like this is, you know, right up there. So I feel like we need an answer soon. 
There you go. I like that in my lifetime. <laughs> you want it in your you I like I just want I it want it in my lifetime, man. Just let me Even if I you. have to die right after I get the information, I will do that. <laughs> like like you're like I know. I know. Okay. So let's uh, let's jump in from conspiracy to some another sport that's been announced. I'll let you read this one, Liz. Which one was it again? Where did it go? What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Oh, here, I'll put the... Oh, that one! Oh, that one! That should be fun! <laughs> All right, you ready? Uh, go for it. First ever sex championship in Sweden, truth or fiction? Yes, yeah, so Here's what to know. Sex is now officially a sport, or is it? <laughs> All right. All right. So, as per reports, reports, Sweden has become the first country to recognize sex as a sport and is set to hold a sex championship. However, there's a twist in the tale. Uh-oh. A report in Times of the India recently claimed that Sweden has officially announced sex as a sport. The report states that the country has become the first nation to register sex as a sport and that it will hold the first ever European sex championship in Gothenburg on June 8th. Oh, that was only a day ago from today's zeroing. Or recording oh, a couple of days we recorded uh the six week long six week long six week long <laughs> what <laughs> i feel like it's so already <laughs> like like what I, I i thought it was like maybe a weekend event like they host and not an olympic like this level event <laughs> all right can, what? i'm thinking like 48 hours man not six weeks damn all right uh, all right uh, the competition has been reported to take place under the Swedish Sex Federation's guidance. What the? They have a federation already? <laughs> Damn! Okay. The report also mentioned that the participants engaged in sexual activities under 16 dis disciplines would include sex deduction, oral sex, penetration, endurance, body massages, foreplay, exploring erotic zones, and more. Okay, yeah. so they they are they they're they it seems like they're going deep into like like the actual like level of stuff. Oh, okay, they're not just half a joke. Okay, the contestants in European sex championships are said to compete in demanding six hour sessions each day. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't make a guy last two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the individual matches lasting uh, 45 to 60 minutes, according to several reports. It is said that 20 people from different countries would participate in the competition, and panel of three judges would decide the championship winners, while the audience will also influence the decision on the sex competition. They will judge on several aspects of the sexual activity. The final decision will depend on several factors, like chemistry between the couple, knowledge about sex, endurance, level, etc. Oh my god, this is like... This is going way deeper than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a half joke. It doesn't seem like it. Oh my god. Okay, so media reports that have claimed that a couple with the knowledge of the Kama Sutra 
ancient Indian scripture on sex and eroticism, eroticism uh, would uh, receive bonus points and the championship would encourage people from different sexual orientations to participate. Okay. Not okay. discriminating. That's good. Uh, Dragon Batch, the chairman of the Swedish Federation of Sex, told the Times of India the incorporation of sexual orientation as a part of se- sporting act tactics will groundbreaking uh, development among European countries. They added, just like any other sport, achieving desired results in sex requires training. Therefore, it is only logical for people to start competing in domain as well, according to Bratch, recognized sex as a sport as an inevitable. Is the report fake or true? However, per report according a republishing Gothenburg Posten, a news portal based in Gothenburg, uh, Sweden. I won't be able to enunciate that article. Uh, this, the umbrella organization tasked with supporting the developing uh, sports in Sweden had issued a clarification able that application uh, by Swedish Sex Federation has been uh, rejected as an incomplete and did not meet certain requirements. Bro, so they got denied being officially considered a sport. That's uh, brutal. But it looks like they had a foundation of what they were trying to do, right? Yeah. Okay, so sure. so yeah, I, I like like you mentioned. I I think they were going a little too far. Like six week long competitions, uh, six hours a day, forty five to an hour, like <laughs> full like like judges and audience. Okay, the thing that got yeah, me that's is, another thing you would have to break that confidence. Like not. Now here's you the know, usually I, sex is with two people or three, depending on the or four, depending on the situation. Whatever, whatever. Like being comfortable with somebody being in the room just to watch and judge you. So the other thing, like you already feel judged enough being in a sex competition, and then you ju- really judged. The the other thing is like the the the, the thing that throws me off is like get it, giving the audience a chance to influence how you compete. I get competition with just the judges, like three, five judges. The audience should never have input on that. The audience should just be there for the sport, right? That's where that gets me. Like, fuck everything else. Everything else is- a, I feel like that's just an orgy waiting to happen. <laughs> that's what probably happens afterwards. But none of the competitors can be a part of it because they have to be in tip-top shape, you know, Liz. <laughs> All, what, Unless they're on something to give them a little long standing, uh, no, they have to. They have to. What do they? They probably have drug tests and everything. Liz, how many contestants did oh, they man. say? No, they didn't say drug testing or anything of they, that nature. They, 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 it was probably in their in their uh their uh requirements or something. Requirements. Because you know they're they're trying to get they were trying to get it as an official sport. So you kind you kind of have to like put that bottom line right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't give advantages to everyone, Liz. But I know, I know. Um, the the idea is funny, cool, um, crazy if it happened. Twenty people, so twenty people. Uh, I would. I don't know. It seems like they were going a little too. They were reaching for the sky, or maybe they were trying to get publicity, uh, to kind of amplify it. Because look, we're talking about it. Like if it was a three day competition with. 20 30 people and that they actually had a, a rubric with a, the the categories that need to be done i i would see it. that would be interesting that would be interesting 
and then you would just have to figure out where it would be like viewed probably like on a uh spicy website right like you wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to watch that in public uh <laughs> or youtube or anything it would have to be one of the spicy sites um, yeah for but, sure but that man with one of the whoever was hosting that that event will get a lot of views and they're they're <laughs> secret cameras all over the place and have fun for it later <laughs> So yeah, if, if if it ever becomes something, it'll be interesting to see what they would do, what their what the actual competitions would be, the the rubrics and what everything. That'd be fun to see what they would do with that, because for the most part, like sex is like uh, a form of human nature that's been around for reproduction for all of existence for almost every species, minus the ones that just like divide. So we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens. Uh, we might keep an eye on this, but boy howdy, did uh Sweden's the Swedish Sex Federation? I think that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll see what they do. <laughs> see what they do. <sighs> man, that's crazy. All right then. Um, any uh, you want to have another story? Kind of how you kind of feeling it? I don't know. Do you want to add another story? I'm up for anything. We have. There are two stories we can dive into: a a scary, harrowing one, or a disappointing another. Like, wow, story. Should we go disappointing? So you want to do that? We can do that. All right. Yeah. This is a Florida woman story. Oh yes, yeah, that one. Florida woman appears in court after arrest in killing of neighbor. Uh. Uh, Jean Owens, I think that's how you pronounce it. I do apologize, sadly. But Miss Owens, or Mrs. Owens, whatever. Uh, let's see here. A Florida woman appeared at her first court hearing after she was arrested in the shooting of and death of her neighbor, a mother of four, as of the alleged dispute with the neighbor's children. Susan, uh, I'll just say her first name, uh, 55, who is white, appeared in court via video from... Uh, Marion County. Marion County Jail, where she currently being housed. According to Marion County Sheriff, uh, she allegedly shot and killed uh, Miss Owens, who is black, on uh, June 2nd in Oakland, yes, Florida, on the doorstep of uh, Susan's home. Uh, Susan attempted to uh, to attempt attempted admitted to admitted calling to. yeah admitted to calling children in the neighborhood the N word. And and other derogatory terms in the past, according to police reports, uh, the state the, uh, attorney requested that Susan be held with no bond and that the state would file a motion for what is it, pre- trial pre-trial detention. Okay, uh, she will hold off on the bond hearing until the state files a motion for pre-trial detention, which will scheduled five days. I don't, I don't care about that. The fact that she has no job, no property kind of limits her ties to this community, the state attorney says of Susan. So we ask that at least for the time being, she remains on a no bond status. So what is happening? What actually happened? I'm trying to find what happened. Oh, uh, this lady just tried to. Okay. Authorities say that the suspect told police that she shot the 35 year old in self-defense. 
Oh my god, this lady just tried to break down my dorm, Susan told the emergency dispatchers on nine uh, on a 911 call ABC News obtained from Sheriff Department. I shot through the door. Through the investigation, the Sheriff's Office and determined that uh, Susan's actions were not justified under Florida law, the quote, um, stand your ground law that a lot of people use. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the press conference Wednesday, Ben, uh, Ben Trump? Crump. 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 The, the attorney representative Owen's uh, family claimed uh, Susan often directed racial slurs at black children around the neighborhood and antagonized them not to play on the field n- next uh, yeah, near uh-huh. her home. Uh, Susan's attorney and the sheriff in office and the state uh, uh, offices did not immediately respond to ABC's news request for a comment on these claims. Susan mostly gave one-word answers during the hearing Thursday uh one exception was when Cotton asks uh, Susan if she Susan, Susan is plan uh, she planned to find a job. Lauren said that she had been out of work for two weeks and had been employed in the medical field helping people set on doctors set up people's doctor's appointments. We set up people's appointments for people uh, for people who have Medicare uh, Medicaid insurance. What is that? Is that important? Are you intending on no. getting another job uh, eventually? Mm, okay. Oh, I was arrested this week. Anything else important here in the statement? Uh, state of the law. Those are kids. Damn. Bruh. Wow. Um, a lot of back and forth. This woman, this nasty Susan, <laughs> just being a bitch because she's just a racist 40 year old. Yeah, basically. Deal. Yeah. So it's okay. So we, we don't have to dive into here. She's just a, a horrible person. Um, yeah, because it just sounds like she's just, yeah, hitting it, throwing stuff. You just see all these reports, like a string of these reports that were attacking the children and all sorts of shit. So. Yeah, it's just a, another sad story of a person. Probably the the I can speculate if you probably already read. Probably she was just her kids probably came up to her that the a, a lady complaining and she had her kid next to her like, hey, yeah, this lady, and she went to go complain like, hey, why are you saying these things to my child? And then and then trying to defend her child, she gets murdered basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from the, what I looked a little bit down below, it looks like she's going to end up going to, to jail for up to 30 years. So hopefully that's worth it. So hopefully that was worth it. Hope that was worth it. So yeah, once again, uh, another fun moment when, uh, some people just, I don't know, man, some people just can't be people. This, I don't know exactly. It can't be anything. I... Kids can't be kids, and I I don't understand these kids and ask for these names. Shit, like imagine Being kids. Like imagine if you 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 heard that your child was getting like uh, harassed, and you just like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to that neighbor. Like you would go, you you what? No, I I can I might be putting words in your mouth, but you would go up to the neighbor and say, hey, what do you, why, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. So I've, I my kid is. Biracial, she, you know, even though she's not dark, dark, but she does have a darker tone than I do. So <laughs> she's got your shade. <laughs> but I mean, 
but it's, yeah, not, I just, that's, that's just not appropriate at all whatsoever. It's, yeah, it's one of those things now, now, do you go knock at the door now, Liz? Do you? When you have a, like a, I think I, I, I think guess I, I should be wearing a bulletproof vest and maybe some armor on my head. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> we, maybe... I, made, I remember I made that statement that you, one in five people in America now will die by a gunshot. So like, mm -hmm. like, you just never know. Never know. Exactly. So I feel for the family. I hope, uh, I hope they are able to come through to this and hopefully Susan um, does gets the maximum uh, punishment as much as possible and lives the rest of her life in because mm -hmm. you know, that's Lots what you get. Hell. That's what you get. Being um, a piece of shit. So, all right then everyone, let's, uh, let's move on to the finale. Like I said, uh, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to, uh, Follow us on Spotify, YouTube, subscribe. Uh, try to get us to the 100 on Spotify, 500 on YouTube. And don't forget to pick up your merch at merch.tyrantdominus.com. Links are down below if you want to help support us. Make the show, continue making the show even better. Um, new stuff's coming out in July. Inspirational shirt in June 18th. Um, and uh, anything else, Liz, before we get into our quiz? No, All be right. safe out there, everybody. Keep yeah. don't don't put it in the, the four hundred negative <laughs> air. Eight right, cigarettes a day. <laughs> yeah. All right then, Liz. I'll I let you read the that shit. The stuff. What was the diet number? Number four. Oh, another four. Oh, this is creepy. <laughs> Am I the asshole for recording my uncle's drink request? My uncle huh. thinks it's funny to get me to run back and forth between the pool and the kitchen, getting him drinks. He says he wants a Coke and then claims he asked for a beer and then asks where his Coke is. He usually blames it on us damn millennials anyways being on our phones and not paying attention. For whatever reason, my parents don't tell him to piss off. Wait, wait what is he, so what does he do? So he's basically, hey, hey Zeus, go get me a Coke. And then you come back with the coke. I'll be like, no, I asked for a beer. Go oh, get me a beer. Oh, it's some some silly fun, but yeah, it's depending, some silly fun. But there's like that. There's that grace period where like, okay, I guess you can stop now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It started getting old a long time ago, and I usually dealt with it by making myself scarce when it was over. Visiting over Memorial Day, and he caught me. He asked me for a coke, so I bought him a coke. Then he said he he asked for a beer, so I pulled out my phone and played the video I like to record him asking for a coke. Like most of us damn millennials, I was on my phone when he asked, and I knew what was coming, so I recorded it was a class. Smart, smart millennial. Like, we always have cameras. We have cameras all the mm -hmm. time, guys. He asked for a beer because that's what they really wanted. So I told him I would be happy to get him a beer after he finished his drinks because unlike his boomer generation, I don't waste up for the fun of it. Oh, damn. I felt that burn a little bit. <laughs> he got huffy because he was just joking around. The next time he asked me for a drink, my phone was in my pocket. So I pulled it out and said I didn't remember what he asked for so he could please repeat himself. He said he would just get his own drinks. I told him that was a great idea. My parents think I was a jerk being rude to a guest and my older. And I thought I was just making sure he got what he was asked for. Am I the asshole? There is an edit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's just fun. I think it's just, uh, uh, this is the less serious ones we've ever read. Was he an asshole? No. 
this joke this joke can be this joke can be it's fun to do it like once or twice but then it 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 can get annoying. It's old, it old, old, old real quick. Yeah, that's when it's like, mm, no, no. Like, I would get frustrated with this. Like, like it's, I've, I, I don't, has that ever, I think it happened to me once or twice, if like really thinking about it, but that's it, not like in spot it. But it sounds like I've this. Had that joke, but I've had that joke, where, but it didn't make me go around back and go get the other thing. He was just like, I'm just teasing with you, you know, it's, like that kind of thing, but not exactly. like. But it seems like, yeah, this was like, it was getting a little too, a little old right there, you know? Excessive. So, what, what's the edit saying? He's actually a millennial. I'm a Gen Z, I guess. And yes, it's a cultural as, as to why I'm expected to fetch him foods and drinks. It's cultural? Wait, yes, it's cultural. Yeah, it's oh. cultural also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I, when we have guests over, we usually do that too. Like, we get guests for, we get food and drinks for our guests and stuff. I could see that, you know, like it would it be it's weird for some other people because yeah, when like some people like say why why are you grabbing that for something like that's just how we do stuff, you know? Like so it it can be a cultural thing too, but then it's just the the the, the annoying part, you know, that's where it gets. But yeah, not an asshole, uh the the uncle, uncle was it an uncle? Mm. Yeah, the uncle was being definitely an being a little too obsessive with that joke. He was he how does he was borderline asshole, borderline mm -hmm. asshole. He's like if he, you have to cut that out before you're a true asshole. If um, it was me, I'd be like, here, I got you a coke and a beer because I know your references. Here you go, boom. There you go. <laughs> and the fresh and cold. Out of here, bye. <laughs> you guys go always go for the doubles, 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 doubles. <laughs> all right then everyone uh thank you again for listening or watching uh now that we have video on spotify so you can either watch us on youtube or spotify now uh support us on both if you like share it with everyone word of mouth is one of the best ways to tell people about the show it helps us out a lot we've been slowly gaining following subscribers little by little you know but that's how you do it you know it's a, it's a it's a little climb so we're we're not we're not the biggest show out there but we do appreciate every little one of you because everyone means the most. Um, so exactly. be safe out there for everyone in uh, our friends from up north and on the east coast. Be safe out there. Uh, and yeah, let's hope some of this shenanigans does not do too crazy. But, you know, and hopefully we'll one day get the evidence if there's real stuff out there. The real. We'll get real proof. But hopefully it does not stop because then we won't have nothing to talk about next week. You know, <laughs> always the conundrum, always the puzzle. Because this world is pretty convoluted, right? Yep, All right, everyone. Exactly. Everyone, thanks again for listening or watching. Until next time, see you. Bye.
that I will never leave. 